Fine. Welcome back to the trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. I appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. And thank you guys again for the continued journey all the way through here and that hashtag banana cats. And if you have a story that you want to be told or if you want to come on the podcast, message us in one of our links in the description and we'll be sure to get back to you. Absolutely. How are, How you, are you, Drew? Drew? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Well, let's just jump right into this. I don't know if you saw this uh, hashtag GGO going around. I didn't hear a lot about it till about a week ago. This comes from the New York Post, October 24th. Operation underway to spring Gisling Maxwell from jail. Operation GGO is underway. The mission to get Gisling out of jail. A friend has taken up the cause of springing Gisling Maxwell from her Brooklyn cell hole, claiming she is on the verge of starvation and humiliated every day by her prison-issued paper clothes. Brian Basham is a close family friend who wants federal authorities to grant the British socialite bail while she waits to be tried for next summer, the Telegraph reported. Two weeks after Maxwell was taken into custody, a judge denied her bond offer of $5 million, deeming her a flight risk. She maintains her innocence. Besham insists Maxwell has lost 25 pounds in the four months she has been behind bars because correction officials won't give her the vegan diet she follows. One day she spent 20 hours without food, he told the Telegraph. When she complained, guards removed her scale. Another point of contention is Maxwell's wardrobe of paper clothes. Maxwell isn't even allowed to wear a bra. Besham complained, but because she is considered a suicide risk, the six charges she faces stem from her friendship with disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein, who committed suicide in his Manhattan jail cell more than a year ago. Epstein was taken off suicide watch about two weeks before he killed himself. Finally, Besham alleges Maxwell is stuck alone in a 9x7 cell with absolutely no human contact. Even the jail guards have stopped talking to her, and she isn't even receiving the letters her sisters have written. The fact that Maxwell has not been granted bail is an outrage to Besham, who pointed out convictions that Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby were both free while they awaited their trials. They were men who were danger to women, he told the Telegraph. They can't be said about Gisling Maxwell at all. As for Maxwell, fleeing the country is one of, with one of her three passports, Besham said. One of the passports is a French passport. From the moment Jeffrey Epstein was arrested, she could have gone to France, but she stayed. I can't believe people are even feeling any sympathy for her, like, oh, she went 20 days without food. Okay, because she chose not to eat anything. She's in a nine by seven cell. I don't care. That doesn't, I don't feel bad. And the like comparison to Bill Cosby. Right. You can't force someone to eat, right? You can't make them eat. That's all on her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can. They do that, like, <laughs> to, like, people that do, like, uh, food protests and stuff like that and high-security high uh, prisons and stuff like that. But they're saying she's not a danger to women. Okay, then what about the children and the teenage girls that he, she trafficked? Like, it's such a bullshit cop-out. Yeah, she'd be the kind of person that would be, a, you know, a mass manipulator. You know, she'd probably... If anything, uh, gain relationships just to benefit her, like she's done in the real world, you know? So, 
I, I don't believe that either. She's definitely a, a danger, but she's not one that I think people can bluntly see. You know what I mean? She's a groomer. She's under the radar. She's been doing this for a long time. She definitely knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And she's just stuck in a predicament where she got caught. But in her situation, if she wanted to milk it, if she wanted to milk her situation, gain relationships, and kind of work the system in her favor in there, she probably could, unfortunately. Yeah, she's one of those intelligent yeah. that we talk about. She's she's a scary one. Uh, it's scary that she has to wait all the way till next summer for the rest of the stuff to go on. That's a long time. Anything could happen in that time. Yeah. That's crazy. Talking about other convictions, uh, this comes out of Fresno, California. Fresno man arrested in the routine just months after being caught in Sturgeon. Christopher Contreras of Fresno is under arrest again. The Fresno County Sheriff's Office says a 26-year-old suspect faces charges of arranging to meet with and committing a felony while out on bail. Detectives also believe there are other victims they do not know about. Contreras was one of 34 men arrested during the undercover operation COVID Shutdown, which was conducted by Internet Crimes Against Children Tax Force on July 20th to August 2nd. 2020. Contreras spent less than a day in jail and was released on August 1st after posting bond totaling $1,000. According to the Sheriff's Department, detectives were made aware of a 15-year-old girl who was possibly the victim of Their investigation led them to suspect Contreras, officials said. The search warrant was issued October 13th for Contreras' home where he was arrested. Authorities say they also seized electronic devices at the time. The Fresno County Sheriff's Office joined forces on the case with the Fresno Police Department, the Fresno County District Attorney's Office, and U.S. Homeland Security Department. Operation COVID Chatdown was a multi-agency effort developed as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, where the internet usage increased across the country with people of all ages. Officials say children in particular have engaged more with people through social media sites due to school closure and the reduction of extracurricular activities. A danger of being online more often, authorities say, is a potential to counter being out children. Detectives with the Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force and special agents with Homeland Security developed an operation to identify, contact, and arrest individuals suspected of targeting Detectives went online posing as 12 and 13 year old boys and girls conversing with men through online apps. During their conversations, officials said the suspects used sexually explicit language and sent a graphic photo to undercover detectives. When a suspect requested to meet with a child, detectives arrived to the predetermined location and arrested them. Authorities say no children were involved in the operation. We can link this in the description. It, uh, shows all the pictures of all the guys but it's just he was booked for a for day and sure. out off and on thousand dollars yeah for sure we will definitely put the link in the description and, and that's amazing that police are doing more and more of that work like i just see nothing but more and more of it being done which is amazing and it's interesting to see how much more it is being done and they get, they get so many at one time also, depending on the sting that they do. 
So it's just amazing to see, and I hope that they continue to do it, and I hope that the people that are behind these operations are good people. You know what I mean? Not like a, the Derek that we caught that worked with ICAC, Internet Crimes Against Children. It's just scary to have people doing all this work and then to come to find out they're one of them, you know? So yeah, I, I, I give I them really, kudos, though, I, at I, the end of the day. I, I was going to say, I really hope that uh, Derek was the needle in the haystack and we just we just happened to find it that time because, uh, like you said, right. kudos to them for uh, mm. the giant bus. Like they said, there's there's pictures of all these guys in here and they they go from it looks like ages like 24 up to like in their 60s or 70s. Wow. And, you know, they could be any age. Speaking of them being all ages, they're even women. There's a 19-year-old girl who thriving, just thriving on TikTok. She's got over 17 million followers in within the span of span of a short time. And if you search her name, Zoe Laverne, the first thing that pops up is this. Zoe Laverne is a controversial 19-year-old social media star with more than 17 million TikTok followers. Laverne, who most recently apologized for kissing and catching feelings for a 13-year-old fan, has been gaining notoriety online since 2016 when she first attracted a following on Lip Sync app Musical.ly. So when you blew up on Musical.ly before it was TikTok, say you had a certain amount of followers and you had the Musical.ly crown, right? Because you hit a, a certain amount of followers on the Musical.ly app. Well, when TikTok came around, that crown turned into a blue check mark for anyone that had it and that was a large creator with Musical.ly. You automatically got the check mark. You could range from a thousand followers to a hundred thousand followers on Musically and have that crown. But as soon as it transferred to TikTok, it was a blue check mark. So she's had a blue check mark for quite a long time. And it just it helps you grow on that app, especially when someone sees a blue check mark, they wonder who you are, right? So she's gained a mass following in a short period of time since TikTok has blown up. Well, there's this 13-year-old boy who made a fan page for her. A Zoe Laverne fan page. And you know, anybody can make a fan page. You just put their name and fan page at the end and you post whatever they post, right? Very easy. Well, he was able to blow up this fan page by targeting her audience and get noticed by her because he grew it so large. So when he got noticed by her, she offered to do TikToks with him and hang out with him and get to know him and chat with him in the DMs and things like that. So as that's going on, she develops feelings and she kissed him. There's a video of them making out. There's videos of her admitting to catching feelings for him and admitting to kissing him and saying that she's not a parrot at She says, I'm not a parrot at even he knows I'm not a parrot at she says. And everybody in the comments, um, to the point where she had to turn her comments off, and to the point where he had to turn his comments off on his TikTok, just flooded with nothing but this situation, which it should be. 
and she still has the platform and people are doing everything they can to get her off of the platform. She's thriving on there and Instagram and Twitter. And it's just, it's a really big deal right now, um, especially because she's a 19-year-old girl and a lot of people are very unaware of women doing this. You know, they don't either believe it or they got to believe it. They got to see it to believe it, you know? It's it's just you don't see very you don't see very many stories and when you do it's usually like a teacher or a college you know professor or it it's someone within like a school or like a community surrounded by kids I feel like is when most people see the women get caught that's when they see them you know but you got to be aware of who you're giving platforms to and things like this obviously it happened after she gain the platform so it's amazing to see people come together and try to you know take the platform away from her she doesn't deserve it i mean she is literally the things that she says is grooming like the things that she says in these videos which i'll find and we'll link in the description co common things that we hear it, the typical grooming things i understand that people catch feelings but you know, you need to be aware of who you're catching feelings for. Like, age is not just a number. Like, you could hang out with someone 24-7 for a year straight, right? And people develop feelings. But if it's a child, like, that's someone that should look up to you. That little boy looked up to this girl, made a fan page, did everything he could to try to get noticed, finally got to hang out with her. Of course he's going to do anything she wants, right? Wouldn't you... If you were the a huge fan of someone, I mean, put yourself in that situation. I mean, you spent years trying to get her attention. I'm pretty sure if if you were in that situation, you'd want to do a TikTok with her too. And then, it, you know, then she starts kissing him. He doesn't know what's going on. He's like, okay. So, <laughs> you know, like kids' brains are not fully developed. And so it's like... I've got... I, I only heard about her because of all this recently, because it's been talked so widely through, like, YouTube. Does she live in California? Was any of this done in California? Because if it did, she would, with the laws that are changing, she wouldn't be in trouble. I don't know where she lives, honestly. Sorry to bring that up. It's just something I thought about with the laws that are changing here, I was like, that's really scary to think about it. And she's getting away with it because it does not sound like I'm trying to like generalize one sex or anything like that, but she kind of sounds like she's getting away with it because she's a woman. She's trying to, she's trying to post on TikTok like nothing happened uh, or nothing is happening. She's trying to just get people to forget, you know, by being consistent still and acting like everything's okay but that's usually what people do and in, until parents are involved um and police which i don't know if they are i'd assume that they know about this and that they're handling it right now from what we don't know i only assume that i don't know for sure but i'd hope that something comes of this but we'll for sure stay on top of it and let you guys know if we find out anything else Says she's from Indiana. Does not say where she's currently living. But she's from Greenwood, Indiana. 
hopefully they're both from uh, somewhere where they definitely, she can definitely get in trouble. And I, I'm pretty sure that she still lives in Indiana. Uh, last they knew in 2018, Zoe commented on someone's post and he was in Chicago and she mentioned that she was still in Indiana. That's all the internet says. So I'm not sure. But that is something to think about if she is in California and or if it took place there. Yeah, that's scary to think about. How someone okay. could get away with that so easily in California. Yeah, it's something that's been weighing on my mind a lot lately. It's really scary. I wanted to bring up one one last thing, if you don't mind. I sent you a link earlier today. It's about a minute and thirty seconds. It's out of Mitcham. It's a district of London. I don't know if it's a district or if it's a outer layer one. I don't excuse me, I don't know London. This woman, the only thing I could describe it as is like having some woman spider sense. She starts the video and she takes off down the street and she comes around a corner and there is this grown ass man got a little girl pushed up against a corner and she starts questioning him and follows him. And she does not leave this man alone. She's real loud recording it, asking the girl if she's okay. The girl is completely silent until I think about halfway through the video and uh, the girl, I don't, I don't remember how they separate in it, but um, she comes up to the woman and the girl starts bursting into tears and she's talking real fast and she's got a pretty thick British accent, but it's hard to understand. But she, what she does say is something along the lines of, he grabbed me and told me to it's the us, yeah, us. And if you watch that video, it looks like he's already assaulting her when he goes, when she comes around the corner. But I think she was going to get abducted. A lot of people think that. It was one of those videos that just makes you realize that, like, shit can just happen. Because I believe this girl was just walking home. She, The guy was caught, which is good. That's great. But I'm sure that little girl has got some type of PTSD that she's going to have to deal with. Yeah, most definitely. It's scary, especially when you saw in the video just how fast he was walking with her. Like you knew he was on a mission and then how fast she, the woman who was recording caught up and was able to grab a hold of the girl. But for sure, it, that video just proves it can happen anywhere at any time. And it was in an alley. It started in an alleyway and it was then past the alleyway into the public. So it's just, it could have looked like a man and a daughter if you were looking from a distance or a certain angle. And this woman was able to catch on super fast. Like she must be a mom or been around a lot of kids or something. Cause she definitely has those motherly instincts and she saw something that just wasn't right. And when you see something that's not right, a lot of people these day and uh, this day and age, ignore it. You see a lot of people even on video or live feeds just ignoring situations like it's not my problem <laughs> i'm out and they just look the other way so it's amazing that this woman risked her life as well to save the child I, more people need to do stuff like that i think absolutely and if anyone finds out who this woman is if she comes forward publicly like this woman needs to be praised like 
she will link the video the short video it's about a minute and 30 seconds it's crazy how much stuff goes down in such a short amount of time but yeah i praise to that woman and you know like you said not not everyone would do that and it's amazing that she did and was able to catch it on camera too so people the world could see because it's it's sometimes it's unbelievable definitely it's hard to even have law enforcement or your family or friends believe that that kind of situation even happened so she was very smart in recording because that's another thing is some people won't do anything but they'll just record you know and in this situation i'm talking about like fighting videos right or something like that like if i saw someone getting beat up i don't care what the situation is i would i would not want that person to be hurt like that's not okay you know what i mean i would step in and be like hey what's going on like i'm just that kind of person so a lot i wouldn't just videotape it like a lot of people do like you know to pull their phone out in this situation not only did she follow and get the girl she recorded so it's like evidence and saved her life you know you you there's no better success story than that in that situation um i hope that the girl and the family get justice absolutely but i'm gonna leave it on that note thank you for listening liking commenting and subscribing until next time banana cats banana cats much love peace